Hello? Brittany just walked in. <laughs> We're trying to record a podcast here. <laughs> wow. Now we have She's, to scrap the whole show. I gotta start all over. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, baby. I love you. This is the Morning Dota Podcast. And welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast. I'm Juan, and with me from remote locations are Carlos and Danny. Hey guys, how you feeling today? Doing good! Doing great, thank you. Good, good. Good to hear. Alright, just to let everyone know, we're still recording our episodes remotely, so you may hear some slight background noise at times. But don't be alarmed if you hear a blender going off in the background, because from what Carlos and I heard recently, is that Danny is quite the mixologist. Is this true, yeah. Danny? Um. I guess, I suppose. I, I'll let you guys be the judge of that. Ah, don't be modest, man. I've seen the margaritas. They look real serious. Like, they look yeah. restaurant quality. I've seen them on Instagram, and <laughs> I'll make you guys some, and you guys be the judge. Yeah. I think they're pretty good. Well, well no, leg- perhaps. Legit, they do look good. Well, hopefully one day we can all, you know, be in the same room and record together, and maybe we can try out those margaritas. World-famous yeah, margaritas. Yeah, <laughs> World-famous Dan-o-ritas. <laughs> Dan-o-ritos. <laughs> Let's see how much we can get recording done halfway through our uh, some margaritas. We'll see. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. we can get a whole, through a whole show. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too. We probably were like, ah, oh, you know what? This this show is really going going sideways real quick. Which we got some margaritas. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Today's episode, we're gonna get into a couple of quirky tech headlines, and we will be giving a breakdown on our first impressions of HBO Max. Yes, there's another streaming service. I mean, what is this guy's like the 47th new streaming service to come out in the past few months? I mean, Sounds about right. To me, it's getting mm-hmm. kind of ridiculous, you know. But we'll get into that. Um, as always, you can find timestamps in the show notes. So feel free to jump to any topic if you see anything that interests you. We'll be going over some content with HBO Max and what it compares to like with uh, other streaming services. But first, let's get into a couple of quick tech quirky headlines with carlos yeah i got some funny ones for you man yeah well i well first number one just i just wanted to say uh, uh pretty cool that uh we uh we just launched two people in the space i thought that was pretty awesome that um it, the the first attempt was scrubbed but it did go off successfully what was that yesterday saturday yep um, spacex yep yeah and uh no better time to leave planet Earth considering everything that's going on. So, so, so <laughs> yeah. good on them, man. Yeah. How much you think how much you think it would have cost to hitch a ride on that though? Uh, just nothing curious. you could afford. You need government money to do something like that. That's not something that <laughs> Well, I mean You can't I, be a stowaway. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't <right>? know. <laughs> they have just enough air for those two guys, nobody else exactly yeah but that was kind of cool it just you know i thought that was kind of, I, I watched i didn't get to watch it live i was in the middle of doing something else at the time but i, I watched a replay on youtube and it was pretty cool um i think vice had a vice was doing like their own reporting and they did a live stream or whatever it was pretty cool uh but yeah. speaking of vice man they had a very interesting article that came out i haven't shared this with you guys because i, I want your input on it but i'm just going to read you the headline first and you can tell me what you think all right okay $370 5G BioShield is just USB stick with a sticker on it. Say that again. What, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah, say that. All right, read that one more time. S- slowly, please. Yeah. $370 5G BioShield is just a USB stick with a sticker on it. <laughs> so let me explain what the hell this thing is because it's okay. hilarious. 
All right, so uh, it, it was sold to 5G conspiracists, or is that the right word? Conspir- conspiracists? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm, I'll go with yeah, that. That'll work. Somebody, somebody work. feel Let's free to correct that. me. <laughs> we'll go with um, that one. <laughs> it's the 5G BioShield USB key, and essentially what this thing is is just like a, a literally a USB drive that you can, I guess, plug into a computer. I'm not sure exactly what the intent of or how it's supposed to be used, but... It says that it, quote unquote, uses quantum holographic catalyzer technology for the balance and harmonization of the harmful effects of imbalanced electric radiation. It does none of that, just so everybody knows. So <laughs> so there was a research company that actually bought a few of these things. I forgot who it was. Um, it looks like it was a uh, it was a body connected to a local UK town council published its own report um, and and they claimed that they had this, you know, this device that would shield people from the harmfulness of 5G radiation, which, by the way, is not a thing. Just everybody knows. Uh, But, you know, there was a research firm that bought a few of these. They're 370 bucks each. And, uh, of course, they did a breakdown of it. They just, you know, they took it apart and they all they found was a USB flash drive, which, by the way, was 128 megabytes. I don't even know where you find a 128 megabyte flash drive anymore. I haven't yeah. seen one of those since like 2004. Mm-hmm. But apparently <laughs> they have a bunch of them. And all it was was a, a regular USB flash drive. And it had some kind of sticker on it. And which you would assume it does all of the, you know, anti 5G magic or whatever that it's supposed to do. And it's literally just a sticker. It had no electronics in it. It wasn't connected to anything else. And I would love to see the, whoever makes this. I would love to see their sales figures and who actually bought this thing. So did I mean? <laughs> did it have any spyware on it or no? Anything like no, that? all that was on the the flat. Well, I mean, if if they had any, it was it was hidden because all that was actually on the drive because it was a real USB stick was a PDF file that talked about how it works. And that's really all that was on there. There was nothing okay. else. And the st- it was supposed to be like a hardware thing where like the, the actual USB stick is what protects you. And if, it's so funny. Like if you go to their website, it shows like this little, you know, you don't remember in, um, in, in star, like what was the Star Wars? I think it was uh, Attack of the Clones mm-hmm. where you had all of the little um, little droid soldiers and they had this little bubble of of like protection around them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looked like that. That's that was like it was something like that. Where it was like these people just like sitting in front of their house or on their grass, and they had they had like this little invisible dome around them protecting them from five G. Hilarious. Three hundred and seventy dollars, huh? Three hundred and seventy <laughs> freedom dollars for this thing. Crazy. I wonder if anybody used their stimulus check on it. <laughs> <laughs> probably did. It'd be a smart buy, right? You essentially you got it free if you do it that way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, That's... that was hilarious. When I, I'm like, I I really hope that people that no one actually bought this, but I guarantee some some did. I mean, somebody, how could you not? Yeah, somebody yeah. somebody did. Somebody buys. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't I can't speak for people when they buy stuff like that or <laughs> believe in stuff like that. But what are you gonna funny. do? That's the world. It is funny. Uh, not to be outdone in the comedy section, though. Uh, there, <laughs> this one is 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 more real it's just it's just also equally funny in my opinion (laughs) so i'll read you the headline too this is from the guardian uh it says remote cheering app could boost atmosphere in japan's empty stadiums 
So this is pretty much what they did, right? This was done by Yamaha. And what Yamaha did was they put a bunch of like really big speakers all over this football stadium, right? Or this sports stadium. And what people can do is that your team can go and play live and you can actually cheer or boo them via a, a smartphone app. So that way people that are actually, so if you're actually watching this at home or, or you're streaming so it online or you're listening you to it on the radio, you could actually pull out an app on your phone and you can hit, you know, cheering or booing. And it's all like pre pre recorded sounds. You can't use your actual voice because imagine how that would go. That goes sideways real quick. Oh, okay. But that, that, yeah. That, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is it going to be like live reactions through? Okay. No, it's, it was not recorded. Yeah, like the live track, all, on, like like yeah. live, like laugh tracks. Exactly, on. it's like laugh tracks, but for cheering and booing. And it's it's. Uh, I thought that was kind of sad and also really funny. That is hilarious. <laughs> but I can also see this being a real thing because I mean, think about it, right? If you want, you know, during in the times of COVID, you don't, you know, people aren't going to be. Really, I, I would I would imagine people aren't going to be willing to pack stadiums anytime soon. And so how do you still play? I'm sure the atmosphere of a live game uh, plays into the actual players playing that game. Right. They want to hear the crowd and that feeds into their performance. So something like this. I don't know. I feel well, I think <laughs> I think, it's I think really baseball. I think baseball said that they're, or I can't remember what sport said that they were going to try to pump in crowd noise, recorded crowd noise, obviously. But I know years way back that, you know, the uh, wrestling organizations used to do that. Like when the crowds were dead and they'd try to pump up the crowd watching via television, they'd pump in, you know, that crowd noise. So I didn't know that, really. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you yeah. go. I guess this isn't even a new idea. But yeah, Yamaha is on board and they're helping the Japanese sports scene. Uh, get a little bit more lively with uh, with no fan with no actual fans in the stadium. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, wow. okay. Well, I mean, that, you know, that's that's, that's funny. That's <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. The, the it's called the remote cheerer system. <laughs> it's but so cool. Can you can you imagine if they did do it live though, and let people like you said go sideways real quick? Oh man, if you let people actually use their own voice, forget about it. You would hear the most wildish. Like no, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> oh man all right man One what do thing. we got with this hbo max thing i've been hearing about so hbo max guys um well i know you guys both have it and mm -hmm. are already in that realm of hbo as being subscribers me being the new kid on the block you know i had to do everything from scratch and i won't mention how i obtain uh hbo login but anyway oh you the, oh uh, you mean the way you got it off the dark web I, i'm not gonna tell anybody don't worry about mm -mm. it no 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 we don't talk about that here please um but i know a lot of people have questions about hbo max and how do they get it with them already having hbo go or hbo now and how does that work um well hbo provided a kind of a question or faq on their website about what the three are and the difference differences between the three so HBO Go currently is a streaming service offered along your HBO subscription through a TV provider. You know, if you got mm -hmm. AT&T or Comcast or any major provider in the in the US, that gives you HBO Max access. But from what I've read, that some charter and spectrum subscribers might have a problem figuring out how to exactly to get that work. 
Um, why? Why is that? I'm not sure because I, I'm not sure if H or Charter and Spectrum what their deal is. But I think what I read was the Charter subscribers were going to be able to obtain it, but Spectrum weren't. I, and I'm not sure if they're in some type of merger or if they're like mm-hmm. a company that's together. So I'm not. I'm not really sure on how that how that's going to work out for them. Um, I do feel sorry for them though because it's reading the article is kind of complicated for me. Um, HBO now, as of this recording right now is a standalone paid subscription. So it's kind of like your Netflix mm-hmm. type deal, you know, and that's provided by HBO and you pay HBO directly for that. It doesn't require so, cable or satellite or anything like that. So that's right. Like your, it's, a, it's like an a la carte option. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then H so then HBO go is just basically, I have HBO on my cable service yeah. and I can get a, a streaming version of it because yeah. I currently subscribe. It's free. Right. It's part of my plan. Yeah. HBO now is I don't have cable. I don't, I'm 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 a cord cutter, but I still want to have HBO, so I'll exactly. get HBO now. Yep, oh, okay, yep, yep. got it. Okay, makes sense. So if you have HBO now and you're on Apple or Google and you have the app on your on your, on your device, say I'll go with the iOS device, it should update automatically to the HBO Max in the Which background. Which it did. Yep, okay. yeah. it did for so me. I noticed that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. but. If you're an Amazon Fire Stick or Roku user that has HBO now, you're out of luck. You have to change your subscription to HBO Max. But the thing also is Amazon Fire Stick and Roku do not have an app for it yet. Right. And what about the gaming consoles? I heard some gaming consoles do or do not. Or Uh, I didn't really get into the gaming consoles because I'm not really into gaming. I don't know if Carlos has any insight on and you know what? I, I, all of my streaming comes from the either a Chromecast or an Apple TV. So, you know, like I have, you know, like an Xbox, but I don't use I don't use it for any streaming stuff on it because just, you know, my Apple TV already does that. Yeah. Um, and that's also where I do all of my all of my streaming stuff, whether it's Netflix or anything like that. It all comes through there. Uh, so I haven't I haven't checked. That's actually a really good point. I didn't even think to to look at that. Uh, I do know that it's H that um, Roku and Fire TV have the most market share. So the fact that they launched this without that those two platforms support, uh, I thought was really interesting. Um, but I did also see an article that that says that HBO has those apps for both of those platforms ready to go. Where like as soon as the deal is done with those two companies and Warner that mm-hmm. the app will be available literally minutes later. So I'm sure that their own developers have already done that. There's just some kind of who knows what going on between HBO or, or you know Warner Brothers or Time Warner and Roku and Amazon. So whatever. Whenever once they work that out, it'll be available. It's just they have some kind of deal. Who knows what the back end is on all that stuff, but it'll come there eventually, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then whether you have HBO, okay, so if you have HBO through your cable provider or HBO now, you're automatically on HBO Max. Well, Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I think the confusion, for though, the, the confusion for me, though, was why keep HBO now? I mean, it's... Well, you don't. Just, I mean, HBO, well, you don't. I think, yeah, I think HBO, HBO Max replaced gone. it. Yeah, HBO yeah. Max replaced that app. So it's totally gone. The only thing that's still there is HBO Go. So that's the one... That just to make it, I think just to make it simple for everyone is none of them matter except for HBO Max. You know, that's it <laughs> because it literally replaced the other two. Yeah, because it was an automatic. It was an automatic. I mean, when you went to your phone, you had an update 
mm-hmm. that converted your HBO Now icon to HBO Max. Exactly. If you have auto update, then you didn't even notice. You woke up the mor- in the morning and, whoa, I have HBO right. Max now. Yep. Just like me. I woke up and my Apple TV was updated to HBO Max. It was just on there because the auto update's okay. on. On my phone, I did it manually. But, but as of today, it is still a little confusing because HBO Go is still there. And that's because... HBO Go is the platform that is tied to your cable subscription specifically. And that's right. probably still going to be there for a little while. And eventually okay. it'll all be gone because even that you don't need because with HBO Max, you can also log in with your cable subscriber credentials like like I do because I have HBO Max through my, my TV service. So I don't have a separate HBO Max account. Um, I can just log in. There's a little option that says log in with... Um, with TV subscribe uh, TV subscription and it automatically mm-hmm. just provisions. So, so in my opinion, it, there's no need for HBO Go either, but it is still there as of today. Okay, so nobody can go and try to subscribe to HBO now. Then, no, that's gone. That that okay. the app is gone. The app was replaced by Max, so that one is completely out of the picture. But Go is still there. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, makes makes more sense for me now. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a it's not as complicated as people thought it was. They were just confused because there's technically three different names attached to it, but there really are only two apps. And just if if you have HBO Max available on your platform, just do that because it'll cover all your bases whether you're an HBO Now subscriber or whether you get it from your cable provider, it's all there. Okay. All right. Well, so then we'll just stick with HBO Max then for now. Well, that's mm-hmm. what we'll focus on here, you know. And looking at the library, you know, it has a lot of content, everything from Friends, The Big Bang Theory, Rick and Morty to Wonder Woman. And one that I found very interesting just for Danny is The Green Lantern. Mm. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The best <laughs> DC be show, the best DC movie ever made. Well, he has to start from the beginning, right? Remember, we talked about that. You have the last to go time. through it like we all did, Danny, okay? It's not fun. Actually, it's you know what? It's a lot of fun. If you know how bad it is going in, kind of like we talked about last week, how we knew that the mummy was going to be, oh, whenever we talked about that, we knew the mummy was going to be bad. And that made it fun <laughs> because we're like, okay, this is going to be garbage. Let's enjoy it. <laughs> so at least you can enjoy Green Lantern in that same way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, with, with the Big Bang Theory, I know that's going to cause, not confusion, but I know that was a CBS All Access before September, right? And then they, they announced it was coming off of CBS All Access Pass. And now it's part of HBO Max only. So yeah, for Big that, Bang Theory fans, this is the only platform you can see. Mm-hmm. Um Short of having to go buy the, the movies, the shows himself or watch them on, right. on TBS. But no, I was going to say, do you know why that is with um, do you know why think, that is it, with CBS? Is it was it was it produced I, by Warner at all or how was that? Yeah, how did it, that yeah, deal it, work? It, yeah, it's a Warner Brother. It's a Warner Brother um, product. Right. I mean, but it's it was just CBS was the one. Yeah, because because that's who aired it. Right. That's you right. Because I was confused with that as well when it came to Friends, because. You know, I was looking at the the I was looking at the back end of the of the Friends deal, and you know, you know, Netflix had paid for those those streaming rights a while back, and they had them for a while. Um, but I was confused. I'm like, well, why is this a Warner Brothers uh, product when it was on NBC? And then I, you know, then you go into it and you realize, well, NBC was just the, the network that was airing it. They right. weren't the ones that actually made it. They weren't like Warner Brothers is actually the one that produced that show meaning they're the ones that actually made the show and nbc just broadcasted it 
So I was kind of confused on that. And if anybody else is, is confused, that's what it is. So if you're wondering why it's like it's be just because a certain network is airing a show, that doesn't mean they actually own it unless they also aired it and produced it, which in the case of Friends is not. That, that's a Warner property because they, they're the ones that actually made that show. Yeah, and I think that that's what causes a lot of confusion is people don't oh, yeah. know. And and that's I think we mentioned in our first podcast about uh, the website Just Watch. Mm-hmm. You know that that site. If you type it in title, it'll tell you which services it's on, and it's comes in real handy when you're trying to find that show you want to watch. Yep. Which by the way, Just Watch has also been updated to reflect HBO Max streaming subscriptions. So I looked it up and I I did yep. some test uh, searches on it, and it did show that you know it's already showing HBO Max as an option. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and so go- and there is there there are situations too that where there's going to be HBO Max specific um, content that may not be available on HBO. So even mm-hmm. though it's yep. not one and the same, you know, I think HBO Max will have more possibly. Right. Yeah. There's or like that Anna shows. Kendrick show on there. What it, like, what's it called? Love Life or something like that. So there's a couple yeah. already exclusive HBO Max titles that launched with it. So yeah, there's a few on there. Yeah. Then going into pricing. Um, Fourteen ninety nine, guys. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit higher than your Netflix, Disney Plus, and which Disney Plus you get what Hulu and ESPN. I mean, it's for me that's kind of steep. I don't know about yeah. you guys. I got a lot of thoughts. So okay, so here we go. Okay, <laughs> let, 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 let's hear them. Let's hear the gripes. So this has been my my issue with HBO. Not now, but it's it's been my issue for a while. Um, and I was hoping that it would be fixed or with HBO Max, and it, it's not. So the, my main issue is you are paying top dollar for this streaming service at 15 bucks, right? Even prior to Max, if you were just paying for HBO Now or if you're using HBO as a bolt-on on your uh, cable subscription, it's 15 bucks. That is a lot of money for what you're getting, and you are not even getting uh, 4K HDR content on HBO at all. So I thought that maybe with HBO Max, they would kind of step that up because, you know, like I've, I've checked out like DC Universe, for example, all of their DC uh, original stuff that's on the DC Universe app, all that's in 4K HDR. Like when I was watching Swamp Thing, for example, it looked beautiful. 4K HDR across the board. Same thing with uh, Doom Patrol and all of their other stuff that's on there. And with HBO go or hbo now you know prior to max that was my biggest issue it's like you're paying top dollar for this service and you have the biggest show on the planet in game of thrones and i have to watch it in compressed 1080p it's i know that sounds like an extremely first world problem and it is <laughs> but the fact is that if you're you're paying for a service and there are other services that are way cheaper and give you much higher quality content from an audio video perspective. So, and, mm-hmm. I, and I talked about that before. Huh? I'm I'm really, I'm a really big geek when it comes to that stuff. It's very important because the way I consume the media is just as important as how good the media is in itself. So, the fact that I can get Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos out of Disney Plus, which only costs six ninety nine, or even Apple TV Plus, which only costs four ninety nine. You have this service that's three times the price and you can only get 1080p content, regardless of how good the content is. And it is. It's great. They got they have amazing stuff. I'm not going to deny that at all. But the fact that it's delivered to you 
in in a way that is no different than it was in like the early 2000s i feel like that's kind of unacceptable for what you pay for it you know you can't it's not enough that yeah we have good titles and you know we talked about it before that you know content is king and it's true that's why i've always been an hbo subscriber because of that because content is king but i don't like that they're continuing to not deliver that content in high quality it's very very low low it's i wouldn't say it's low resolution most people probably wouldn't notice but again the fact that it costs more than any other streaming service and i can't get 4k hdr uh and high quality surround sound that is my biggest issue it always has been and again my my hope was that hbo max is going to fix all of that it's going to be an amazing (laughs) app it's going to have all of this even like you know, like they put Doom Patrol on there, right? So I was, that's another thing too. I thought they were going to put all of the DC stuff on there and they didn't. Um, and I looked at Doom Patrol. I just played it as a test, 1080p. Whereas I know that Doom Patrol in the DC Universe app is hmm. 4K HDR. So mm. you have it. You just, you're just, why aren't you giving it to people? You're, they're paying a lot of money for your service. That's my biggest issue. Well, I mean, going, <clears throat> so going into the price and what you're, what you just explained, like you know, like you said that the DC stuff isn't on there. So if I'm paying fourteen ninety nine for HBO Max and I want that DC content, then I gotta pay mm-hmm. another seven ninety nine on top of that. So I mean, it, it doesn't make right. any sense to me. You know, I don't I, I don't get their their business plan with everything. So I, I mean, that, you know, that's that's something that happens above our pay grades. You know? Sure, one hundred percent. Yeah, and again, yeah. it's it's they have they still have well. And this is also coming from a person that, as of right now, I do get HBO Max for free because, number one, I have it as part of my uh, promo for my TV service. I have AT&T TV. Um, but on top of that, I also get it free with my internet that I have because I pay for their their gigabit uh, fiber mm-hmm. internet. And you do get it free for that. Now, that's pretty recent for me. I have always been paying for HBO Max or HBO Now, I should say. Um, so that's nothing new. Um, if anything, now that I get it for free, it's actually saving me money. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Uh, but if I wasn't getting it for free currently, I would have a hard time saying, you know, making the decision of do I keep this going forward? Because now that yeah. HBO, you know, now that Game of Thrones is over and the main show that I really watch uh, on a weekly basis is probably like John Oliver, for example. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a few other stuff on there that I'll watch, but. You know, if I no longer get it for free in the future, there's a really good chance that I wouldn't continue to get it because of that. But as of right now, I'll definitely still enjoy it because there is good stuff on there. I'm just, you know, the issues that I mentioned earlier are still um, pretty big issues for me to still get my monthly subscription when there's already so many that I'm paying for. Yeah. So real quick, like um, I know you guys are probably obviously using it through uh, an app or stuff like that what did you guys think of the uh, interface and the just the overall flow of trying to get to content and trying to search through stuff because to me at first it kind of seemed like a little redesign of netflix's interface i might you know i might be the only one thinking that but what do you guys think about the uh the app and i used i used mine out of uh the apple tv so it wasn't yeah i didn't find much difficulty with it or Cumber, it wasn't too cumbersome, um, but then again, I wasn't searching through it a lot because a lot of the shows that we, I wanted to watch are right in front. Yeah, mm-hmm. the movies or the exclusives or or you know the series. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, as time goes by, I mean, it'll probably evolve. I mean, uh, based on feedback, and I'm sure there's analytics going behind the scenes as to what's being watched, how it's being used, and mm-hmm. and it'll, you know, they'll refine it. So yeah, as far as as far as the interface, I I found it I found it okay. I mean, I, yeah, I didn't the interface I, I didn't is fine. Find issues. I mean, it's uh, it, it's to be honest, it's the exact same interface as HBO Now, HBO Go, just with like a slightly different color palette. And there's a few different uh, little hubs at the bottom. Like we scroll all the way down to the bottom, you know, you'll see little uh, dedicated sections for like DC. And I believe there's one there for uh, what was it for Cartoon Network? I think it is or whichever one is. Yeah. So and then you have there's So there's a few little breakouts. But outside of that, it really is the same the same kind of interface as HBO Now, HBO Go we're already using just slightly polished. Um, I don't mind it. I mean, I never did. It, it works. It works great. It's it's easy to find stuff. Um, so that's definitely not a problem at all. You know, again, for me, the the the, the main issues are are the the content and the content delivery. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, hopefully Warner Brothers or HBO, you know, hopefully they start addressing some of the uh, ish, the confusion around subscribing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they hopefully they got a app in the works like you said for fire stick roku and all those come out and oh they will yeah once they iron out whatever issues they have between those companies that that's that's going to be fine and it'd be dumb for them not to because again those are the two i didn't even know that until i researched this but the fact that those two platforms have the most market it's like over it's like 35 percent give or take Mm -hmm. of of streaming service crazy like apple tv has like four percent which is i get why i mean the apple tv is a is a more expensive item it's not something that people are going to buy uh, just because whereas you can get a fire stick for 40 bucks maybe even less if you catch it on sale uh some a lot of tvs have roku built in so i mean a lot of this stuff you get for free depending on uh you know what what your setup is like so i guess it does make sense that those two are the biggest and because they're the biggest there's no way that they're gonna they're not gonna create you know strike some kind of deal uh to get that stuff on to get their new platform on those streaming services yeah and for any international listeners i'm not sure you might have to wait a little longer maybe i don't know i think i saw an article it said as far as licensing that 2024 was a target <laughs> not sure how true that's, that is. that's ridiculous yeah. just get a vpn wow. yeah. <laughs> just get a vpn 2024 and, yeah. yeah just all you got to do is just VPN in and pick somewhere from the United States, and it's the same thing. <laughs> well, hopefully for our UK listeners, you know, it'll work out for them. Um, so content. Um, content for me was kind of a sticking point. Um, there's been a lot of confusion surrounding that, too, as far as what was going to be available at launch. Um, there was a list that I think Warner Media provided that included titles such as the dark knight the matrix and man of steel which i know i was looking forward to watching mm-hmm. probably carlos probably wasn't because it wasn't going to be in 4k um <laughs> and none of the christopher nolan batman movies are on the service as of right now um Whack. and and according to an article by the verge the justice league is available on the service right now it'll be leaving for some time and then returning later in the year. I, is that I, because of licensing with other? It, I mean, it, it wasn't. It has to because Disney Plus had the same. When Disney Plus launched, weren't there some? Yeah, there was some stuff that was still on Netflix. That, yeah, there was still some. Yeah, um, I think it was uh, like there was some uh, properties that couldn't. Yeah, come over yeah, yet. yeah. There was a few uh, Marvel and Star Wars properties that were still 
on Netflix when Disney Plus launched. I know, like, for example, um, Last Jedi was still on Netflix and it wasn't on Disney Plus for at least a couple months. And then it finally came over. Right. Which, and that's again, an, yeah. I waited for because on Netflix, that that movie uh, was just regular 1080p. And then when it came over to Disney Plus, it was in Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos. So, again, the viewing experience and the audio experience, it makes a big difference to me. So, And I'm sure a lot of I'm not the only one that's into oh, no. all that stuff. So, yeah. uh, so again, when, when Disney had it on their own platform, they delivered it in the best way possible, which is what Warner should be doing. <laughs> And, and, and to your point, I mean, right now with this whole, we don't know how long it's going to be before we can get to a theater, right? Or mm-hmm. at least limited. Yep. I mean, I wonder how much of this home theater is going to make a comeback as far as, okay, well, I can't go to a theater as much as I used to. So yeah. you may have this um, need for that now. So Exactly. I mean, <laughs> but, at, but, but on the other side of that same coin, I'm sure they have, every streaming service has a lot of analytics that probably show them that... Uh, 1080p and 5.1 surround sound is good enough that most yeah. people, the majority of people, will not complain. I mean, right? As long as it looks good on their TV, which it does. I'm not going to say it looks like like garbage or anything, but it's not the best in class, I guess. And if right. they can get away with not giving you that and most people are going to be okay with it, they will. Um, so, yeah, I don't think there's enough AV nerds to make enough noise to say, you know, give me 4K HDR. Exactly. Yeah. So okay. that's that's the problem. But all the other companies, they don't they don't like Netflix. They'll charge you more. Right. So, like, if you want 4K content from Netflix, you have to pay like 17 bucks, I think it is. Um, but that also does give you four simultaneous streams where you can, you know, if you really wanted to, you can like split that with someone. So the cost isn't as high. Uh, but then again. Disney Plus, same thing for them. They, you know, they offer you four streams for seven bucks. So it's it, 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 there's different there's different um, sides of the spectrum on that. And when you come at the higher end of the spectrum price wise, you really should be delivering that content. And, and maybe that's a good business model, you know, provide that like provide that option, you know. So some, you know, all, you know, if a person all they have is a flat screen and a sound bar, they don't need exactly you know, Atmos or four K. Yeah. So they don't need they, any. They of don't want to. Right. So they won't want to pay the higher premium, whereas you and others who have the home theater experience, you know, because you've invested so much money in your home theater experience, you're going to spend a little extra to get all of the, you know, the added tracks and the added um, um, resolution. 100%. Like if you already put in, you know, you invest in your hardware, you know, paying a little extra for the streaming service to actually take advantage of it. That's 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 not a hard ask. That's very easy. And that's why yeah. Netflix has an option that's only 10 bucks or 11 bucks, whatever it costs. And then if you want the 4K stuff, yeah, it's going to cost you more. And, and you know what? That's fine. The people that want it, they have that option. Yeah. And think about the cost. So, so, so let's say it's $15 right a month. Mm-hmm. How much are you going to spend on one Blu-ray movie that you're going to purchase or one 4K movie you're going to purchase oh, to yeah. own? Yeah, because if, if it's 4K Blu-ray, you're looking at minimum $20 to $25, sometimes even $30. So that's yeah, two months. That's two yeah. months of service right there. Yep, that for, you one, paid for, for one for one title. So yeah, you're right. Yep, who, so who even has a Blu-ray anymore, though? <laughs> I got one. Do you? <laughs> well, I just have my Xbox, which is a Blu-ray player. <laughs> so, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you don't have the actual, you know, no, flat no, comp. No, I mean, little. yeah. yeah. Okay. For, I would be really interested if I ever found anyone that had a standalone Blu-ray player still to this day. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. <laughs> if you do, I I don't mean to offend. I'm sorry. But, well, I mean, you know. I mean, Redbox is still around, so I'm sure there's people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
But I think my point is that a lot of people will use, even back in the day. Oh, you're saying their gaming console. Yeah, yeah right. people okay. would have, I remember people would buy PlayStation 2s just for the DVD player. I'm not even kidding. I remember that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I get it. Well, yeah, I mean, back then it made sense. I mean, if I'm going to spend the money on a Blu-ray player, I might as well buy one with a gaming console included. Exactly right, and the the latest like Xbox, they they're they're 4K Blu-ray players. So like I I own a couple 4K Blu-rays on physical media, and I'll tell you right now, there is no better experience at home because even streaming is even if it's 4K streaming, it's still compressed. So there's nothing like physical media uh, if you have the hardware to push it and, and enjoy it. It really does make an insane difference from uh, from the way it looks to the way it sounds. Mm. It's crazy. It really is. Like I've watched logan so many times just because i have it in 4k blu-ray and it sounds and looks ridiculous well yeah i mean back i mean back then you would build you can build your home your own home media pc with mm-hmm. a blu-ray player in it and oh, yeah. hook it up to your television and now you have your um yeah. all right well going back to content real quick um so and you know no batman or nolan batman movies or man mm. of steel there are oh, a few yeah. there are that few broke my DC. heart by the way <laughs> All, Do we know the fact, that, yeah, the fact that so much DC stuff was missing that really broke my heart. I'm not gonna lie; I was really looking forward to it. Yeah, they don't they don't really say when it, when when or if they're gonna come, but um, there are some other DC properties on there, like um, mm-hmm. the Green Lantern again, Danny. <clears throat> um, <laughs> But but so that's the one I have to start with, right? Yeah, we should do a review next week of the Green Lantern and make sure that Danny he's going to lead the episode and we're going to quiz you so hard on this movie. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'll go buy some Cliff Notes. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> remember those? But <laughs> remember the Cliff Notes. <laughs> but one that, of the, turned one into, of the, that turned into TLDR. <laughs> but one of the um, DC properties that was. I was looking forward to watch was uh, Harley Quinn, the animated series. Same. Thank you for saying all, that because that's yeah. the one that I was looking forward to, and I was so mad that it wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, but um, going back to the uh, content again. So, I don't. Uh, did you guys notice the different tabs in there that they had for like Turner Classic Movies, mm-hmm. Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. Cartoon Looney Network, Tunes, yeah. old school Looney Tunes in there, which yeah. is pretty cool to check out. Yeah, and then they have one uh, for Sesame Street, you know, and that's just what my brother needs is some Elmo in his life, you know, with his newborn. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, that's a, well, they have the HBO Max exclusive show, the the Not Too Late Show with, with Elmo, and it's like yes, a, a, yes, a late night talk that. show, but with Elmo. <laughs> yes. I'm like, that's, that's dope. Awesome. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> like, okay, a little something for the kids, and it, it was funny that they called it the Not Too Late Show. I thought that was very clever. Yeah, and then there's a... Uh, Two other ones, one called Studio Ghibli, I believe it's pronounced. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the anime stuff. Okay. What? Well, I, I thought Crunchyroll was the anime stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I that think is also. Yeah, oh, so they're two both anime. Ones. Yeah, well, Studio, Ghibli, is, Studio Ghibli is a specific. Is. You know, they have a, their own library that's on there. And it, when I look, when I clicked on the Crunchyroll one, I was excited. I'm like, oh, cool. There's nothing in there. There's like a handful of titles. So if you have Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm subscription separately keep it because there's not much in there okay um one thing i did find interesting though about the uh turner classic movies it seems to be curated and mm-hmm. going going through the titles i came across big top peewee okay yay so <laughs> just just that one not the what about well, peewee's big adventure i didn't look for it that was that was the one that caught my eye and i mean it's it has been over 30 years since that movie came out so i guess we have to consider it a classic now 
a Pee-wee's Turner Big movie Adventure? classic. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Right? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's old <laughs> enough. I don't know what the. I know there's a timeline for Cars to be classic. I don't know if uh, movies and TV has the same has the same thing, but maybe 25 years is the uh, is the is the mark that you have to hit to be a classic. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it, I guess HBO did obtain some other um, programs that you can revisit, such as uh, Pr- Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, mm-hmm. Doctor Who, the Alien movies, and all those Harry Potter Pot- Harry Potter movies for you, Carlos. Absolutely. Every <laughs> single one. I mean, I already own them, so it's not a huge deal, but it is cool that they're there. They're very easily accessible. You know, anytime something's on a streaming service, it's more easy to get to. Um, but yeah, that was cool. They have all eight films. Um uh, they have a couple other ones that they curated as well as far as like big uh, franchises. Like I think they had a Die Hard in there, but they don't have all of them. I think they just have the first three. Um, or is it three? First three or four? Yeah, I think it's the first three they had. Um, so, yeah, they said they had a, a couple little uh, blockbuster sections where they had like these little curated um, series or whatever. Hello. Yeah. Brittany just walked in. <laughs> We're trying to record a podcast here. <laughs> wow. Now we have She's, to scrap the whole show. I gotta start all over. <laughs> wow, man! Thank you, baby. I love you. <laughs> she brought me food. What'd you get? Oh, what'd she bring? I don't know. She was. What did? You, what did she make? Chicken dumplings or some kind of chicken dumpling soup? I'll let you guys know next week if it was good. <laughs> well, next time we gotta record at your place yeah, so we can all right. eat. Right. <laughs> anyway, back on topic. <laughs> uh, so. New content, like I think Danny mentioned about the uh, Anna Kendrick series, and mm-hmm. there ain't there ain't that many other programs in there. And then you got to think too about quarantine. They probably had a lot of programs in development that they had to stop. So hopefully, a lot of that comes out later down the road for for all of us to enjoy. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was one of the things I was looking for. Is that you know the the new HBO Max exclusives that were going to come out because of the- mm-hmm. yeah. Um, comparisons, guys. What do you think between HBO Max, Netflix? Let's let's do HBO Max, Netflix, and what other one? Disney Plus. Yeah, I'd say those probably the big ones. I mean, I don't know, man. It's really hard because you also have Hulu and Amazon. And they have some. They have some pretty good stuff on there as well. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I would say you know, size wise, probably Netflix is going to have the biggest library. I don't have numbers on. You know, like if you have like a hard number of titles, but I would say Netflix probably still has the absolute most followed by Hulu because Hulu is probably, um, you know, Hulu has a, uh, you know, like a mix of a bunch of different networks, a lot of Fox stuff, uh, plus older things in there. Like, for example, you have all of the old episodes of Fear Factor on there. So stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Hulu has just a ton of stuff as well. Uh, Amazon. You know, I would say that they're up there as well, too. I'm really curious to know how many titles. You know what? Let me see if I can find that right now. All right. And through the magic of editing, we're back with all the information that we need. (laughs) All right. So this is as of March 29th. This is coming from Variety. Um, Amazon Prime Video offers 18,405 movies and 1,981 TV shows in the U.S., while Netflix has... 4,563 movies and 2,445 uh, TV shows. Uh, Hulu comes up on top of Netflix with 3,588 shows and 6,656 movies. So according mm. to this, it looks like Amazon Prime has the most content with 18,000 movies 
and they're low on the show side, relatively speaking, at 1,900 actual shows. So if you're looking at raw content numbers, it looks like Amazon has the most. But uh, Netflix and Hulu are pretty close to each other. Okay. And a lot of that's because of licensing. They're, they're, you know, they're an aggregator, so they're licensing exactly. you know, shows, right? They don't so, have, well, obviously, they have their own original content, but most of their stuff is being licensed from other providers. And I wonder how much if that will ever change as different networks start creating their own. I think because of what NBC is coming out with their Peacock, right, in a, mm-hmm. uh, this summer. Which I, No, I think that's 2021. I think that's coming out next year. Oh, it got, oh, yeah. got moved? Oh, maybe I you're right. You're so. right. I'll okay. double check on that, but I believe it is. Yeah, I, got, I don't – okay. Maybe I misread that, but okay. And it looks like um, as of today, HBO Max has around 2,000 titles. So, you know, a little bit less, but most of it is their own stuff, or pretty much all of it is their own stuff. So, yeah. Um, I guess that says a lot too, right? Where, you know, they have a lot of their own content. So, that's, I would say that's, that's pretty impressive considering it's just theirs. I didn't realize that Amazon had that much content, though. And that, you know, like I said Same. earlier, like I said before, though, it's, it's hard to navigate. Yeah, how would you find it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, i'm not sure um i mean any other thoughts on comparisons like i said for me the biggest comparisons are are the way the content is delivered for the price that you're paying that's you know that's where i would put hbo max dead last because you're paying so much and you're not getting any content in in high audio video quality like you do with apple tv with Netflix with Amazon and with um, with uh, Disney Plus. Oh, Amazon does offer 4K. Yeah, all of their original stuff is in 4K, okay. and even some of the stuff that's not theirs is also in 4K. But yeah, you can get uh, all of their sh- original shows are in 4K HDR. So they 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 offer some some high quality stuff there. So if you're watching like Hunters, which is an awesome show by the way, um, if you're watching like Jack Reacher, which is also a really good show, they have. All that yeah, stuff that comes good. in four. Yeah, it's so good. All that stuff comes in in 4K HDR. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so it looks like uh, Peacock is launching in 2020. I thought it was 2021. Okay, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading. Yeah, I think it's July July 2020, but it's, it looks like a phased approach because then I'm seeing it. Now I'm hearing not until 2021 will Peacock arguably really be hitting its stride. So it sounds oh, like maybe it's... Then maybe that's what I read because I think it was a headline that just said 2021. So maybe it's more of like a staggered approach where they're going to release it this year, but some of their top tier content might not be on there right away. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that being... So, well, there we go. We got something discussed yeah. in life. But with with that one, we talked, we, we talked about that, I think, on episode one about, you know, when we talked about streaming services... I'd be curious to see what's going to be in there, right? Because if they went all out, then they would also have a lot of content if Universal actually gave all of their content to that streaming service. And if that's the case, it might be worth it because they also have a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then what happens to your Amazons and Netflix who have license, who have, will they start losing their licenses to those shows or movies right. and now, yeah. now Peacock takes away? Right, exactly. Because Universal has a pretty big library, so... You know, I'm sure that maybe the 2021 is when a lot of their own um, their own licenses that they've sent out to other people. Maybe that's when they're expiring and then they'll get all that stuff back. Right. So that, that makes more sense. Yeah. And now that's when Netflix and Amazon now be now they really will depend on their original content. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure there'll still be a ton of stuff that they're going to have. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure is. some of their licenses are going to run for a while. 
But mm-hmm. Amazon has definitely stepped up their game in terms of their own original content, in my opinion. I mean, they have some they have some pretty good stuff. Some of some of it's a little corny, but they got a lot of good yeah. stuff. And I, and I don't. I mean, they may still have licensing agreements for some of some others. Dual licensing agreements. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking. I mean, it depends on the movie or show. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Good. 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 Um. So I think that's pretty much it we have on uh, HBO Max, huh, guys? I mean, any last thoughts on it? Any? No, I mean, it, it being a brand new um, service. I mean, that's. I think we've covered quite a bit. I mean, I'm sure as we, you know, as they announce more and more. Um, content at the launch. I'm sure we can bring that up on some of our future shows to discuss more. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an it's an evolving topic, so right. Yeah, I, I, one thing that I thought was was funny. It's just I don't. It's just I mean I don't really understand fully understand the the whole this part of it. It's on the business side of it. Is you know I read an article that showed that they paid like over 400 million for the rights to Friends, but like, who did you pay that to if you own it? Like I didn't understand that. Like wh- like what do you mean? Like why did you pay 400 plus million dollars for a product that you own i didn't get that and it said some joint yeah it said something about like an internal uh transaction again i don't know what that means either so i don't know if it's like you know because it's maybe it's it's two separate companies essentially right when you look at you know warner and their parent company at&t is is it something to do with that where it's just like you have to have some kind of official deal to make that happen, I, 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 that's the part I didn't understand. Like, why is it an internal transaction and you're paying for something that you already own? So I, I didn't get a chance to really dive into that. Um, maybe someone can let us know, <laughs> but I was confused about that part. So oh, there we go. Now we have some homework to research. Yeah, exactly. If anyone out there, if you want to hit us up on Twitter or any of the social medias, let us know if you know uh, how that works and why they paid themselves for content they own. I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would love to know how that works. Uh, like on the back end, like why, you know, why did they pay themselves or how does that transaction actually work internally amongst that company? Because I just, I was confused. Like you own it. Why are you paying for it? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's probably some, yeah, we gotta, I mean, we gotta read more about that. It's, it could be, is there some joint licensing agreements with other, maybe, other groups i mean it could be i don't did know netflix sure. did netflix have something i mean i don't know i mean well because mm-hmm. it was so, on netflix before right yep, so, did more, they... so yeah more to come on that because when netflix yeah. had it they paid warner for it they gave them the money to, to for the license so so you know did they the buy fact, it back you think or maybe may, maybe it's like an early thing like hey we're gonna buy you out early maybe maybe netflix was supposed to have it longer that could be a, a that could be a, a reason why too but uh, i'm not really sure we'll, we'll, we'll dive into it Right. Sounds good. So, any any last thoughts, guys? Any final yeah, words? Those could be those those could be articles we put in on our on our site. Once yeah, we yeah. Have that up and running. Yep. For sure, for sure. But um, uh, yeah, man, that's it for me. I'm done with oh. my uh, with my ranting on HBO Max. <laughs> I mean, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna use it. I'm still gonna watch it. I just I'll just do it begrudgingly. Like, oh, this is 1080p. What is this? horrible? What is this? Stop complaining. Stop oh, complaining. <laughs> goodness all right well that's all for this week's episode you know please be sure to come back and check us out on next week don't forget to subscribe so you're alerted when new episodes go live and be sure to rate us and provide feedback it does go a long way for us helps us understand our audience so we can bring you some better content uh make sure you check us out on instagram at morning donut podcast and on snapchat and twitter at morning donut pod that wraps up this week's episode um 
take care everyone you know we know there's kind of a bit of uncertainty right now in the world take care be safe be well and we'll talk to you all very soon and take care of yourselves and love each other please yes out thank you for listening human